pilot episode right here. And we have most beautiful Dana. Hi, I'm Dana. And we have Andres. Hola. And Ryan, who also yeah. goes by... Ghost Memories. Ghost Memories is our special guest DJ today. And we are so excited to have you. Um, so do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about your music and how... Why don't you tell us about the podcast first? Oh, true. Haha. <laughs> uh, so this podcast is... We talk about a lot of things revolving around um, EDM. So we have special guest DJs every episode. Um, we have we talk about like local festivals that are happening, big festivals. Sometimes we'll give a couple of little tips and tricks for all you newcomers out there and uh, are a little bit scared and intimidated by some of the big scenes. Um, we also discuss... We have like fun games and just... Mm-hmm. kind of random EDM yeah. discussion. EDM culture. Yeah, um, and in music culture and the music scene here in the DFW area for now. Yeah, we'll give a so. little bit of history tidbits every now and then because those are always fun. Especially whenever you start getting into like rave culture from the 90s. That's always super, super, super weird. Um, awesome, awesome. But we'll touch base on that another time. But uh, yeah. So so for now, let's let's talk with our guest um, DJ today, which uh, is Ryan Torres, who produces Ghost Memories. Yes, yes. Hello, hi. Hello, Ryan. <laughs> Hello. Howdy. It's super. It's super nice having you on the show. Um, Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about the music, the culture um, here in the DFW area, as you know it, um, as you've worked in it? Wow. Uh, it's growing, right? Denton is a music city. Yes, So is definitely. DFW. Yeah. It's kind of like very big on producing music and things like that. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know if it's comparable to Houston, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Houston, I think of metal when I think of... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think That's of true. rap. Yeah. I think yeah, of rap. just like straight rap, rap Yeah, rap and metal, Houston. yeah. So well, this, is, this is specifically Dallas. So in thinking about like the music scene between Dallas and Denton... How do you feel about like where EDM could be going from there? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Started with the that's time. a difficult right. one. Yeah, well, Ryan, Ryan plays uh, here in in Denton with a group of his friends, like uh, Kind Beats. He's also a good one of those. Yeah, Lofty. So um, starting out here in Denton, I don't know if you played in Dallas yet. Uh, a few years back, yeah. yeah. Years oh, way cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not under Ghost Memories. I just started mm-hmm. that like last year, mm-hmm. maybe end of twenty fifteen, maybe. Um, so it's all pretty new right now um, to me. What were your past, I guess, personas? Um, it was artist names. Huh? How do you call it? Artist name. Yeah, or like. It was. Um, we went under like greenhouse effects. I think we started off with that. Mm-hmm. Just went to greenhouse, but then we're like at the restaurant, kind of got mixed. Yeah, up. I remember <laughs> when I first met you. You were greenhouse, and I was like, we like the restaurant. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get away from. It was kind of homage to Denton though, too, like because I like their mashed potatoes. So that works. that's why we went by that. Um, Is that like a Sunday morning binge? <laughs> I, they're so good. Hangover like, mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to go try them now. <laughs> <laughs> it seems important. Yeah. Um, so, have you? Would you say that your music has always kind of stayed the same sort of style, or with like each name, do you create and bring something new? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, ever since this name, I've been into ghost shows. So, that works. Yeah. What's um, a ghost show for like, someone who doesn't know? They just, uh, they go around to haunted locations and oh, investigate. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean like literally a show that goes to investigate ghosts? Yes. Ghost show. Yeah. Um, okay. Got it. Got it. I was like, is that like a code name for something? Oh, I just wanted to clarify. Ghost in the shell. Undercover. Stuff. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Paranormal shows. Sure. Know. Okay. Yeah. Um, more recently when I got the that name. Yeah, so yeah, I guess it does. Um, mm-hmm. More into like weird stuff like that. Scary yeah. movies too. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a ghost really? that's your muse? No, but I love just the history behind some haunted locations all around the U.S. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. There's, there's, what's Goatman's Bridge in Denton? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What is that? Um, 
So. I've never been. Really? Yeah. It's called. Um, yeah, for somebody who doesn't know, Goatman's Bridge is like a, a big, a big um, paranormal investigator's dream right now. Okay. Apparently, a lot of people go out there to um, do seances and play with Ouija boards and things like that. But it's actually a pretty scary location. Uh, apparently, something happened out there a long time ago. Somebody was drowned. Let's go right now. Anyway, hanged yeah. on the bridge. Awesome. That's right. Yeah. Ooh, That's okay. right. Yeah. But also, oh. Goatman's Bridge is kind of like a slang term here in Denton for it too. It's like Old Alton Bridge, yeah. um, I believe. So, in case anybody's trying to do any little research about it, That's, I didn't know. See, that. I'm not That's from here, so I, this is yeah. all new to me. This is interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. I've always wanted to go. They have like fun um, Halloween tours. There, uh-huh. once it gets in October, uh-huh. and I've always been interested in doing that. I'm too scared to do that. So that's interesting that you like to watch these paranormal shows, and that's kind of inspired you to take on this new name for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like so, ghost memories. Would you yeah. ever want to have a giant show at a haunted house? That would be cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. would be really amazing. I we think. happen to know somebody who could make something like that. Happen. Like a yeah, haunted house, yeah. like a like a not like a gimmicky hall, yeah. like um, haunted house. I would say like an actual house that's quote quote haunted. Um, I think that would be kind of cool. As long That'd as, be really of course, cool. that everything is safe and right, of can course. hold people. Yeah, that's true. But uh, <laughs> I think it would be really neat. Yeah, that would. Um, that's neat. Okay, so let me give you an easy question. That leads into a more difficult question. Okay. Um, what makes well, what if you if your music could be a color, what color would it be? I, like Ooh, I know you're big into visuals. Um, Here. I like neon colors, so yeah, I think of neon signs. Okay. Um, I don't know. So something bright, despite the despite the ghost memories, kind of. Like yeah. I thought, misty gray or something like that. Yeah, that'd but, be cool too. But like a like a bright neon color. Okay, like Pac-Man, like the little ghosts. I'm gonna plug in your Instagram. He's always putting out crazy images with uh, his song mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah, yeah. Scenes of like neon lights or rain through a window. Awesome. Your cover art is outstanding. I really like it. All the yeah. colors is is really good. So in that way, like that's it's kind of a unique thing. Um, what do you think makes your music unique? Oh wow! Um, right now, I, it's, it's instrumental, so that mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of. I want to add vocals to it. Um, unique. Uh, I, I'm not. A what punk do you bring band. into the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a punk band. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of when I think of Denton scene right now. I think of like punk right now. That's kind of big right now. Kinda yeah, punk and metal. Mm-hmm. So. That kind of stands out when people come to my shows. I'm more like into melody and pop. Um, 90s, 90s R&B is a big influence on me. And post-rock. Very cool. Yeah, no, definitely. Instrumental, like rock. Um, so, yeah, I try to add those influences into my music. So I try to make it ambient pop, I guess. I don't know. I like that. Ambient pop. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I was listening to it a little bit before you came over, too. It was very, like, relaxing, too. This was really kind of cool, and I liked I like that Chill. feeling, yeah, whenever you listen to it, it was just kind of like a calming, kind of like, you know, making, maybe you're floating around like a ghost, I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it felt good. I liked it. Um, so that also made me way more interested into getting to know your music and what you do as well. Um, cool. <laughs> so, would, so, so say if someone is trying to start off trying to make music, but they're really scared you know, go back to beginning of you, and what advice would you give yourself? Oh man, uh, do more shows. <laughs> um, but that's I wouldn't want to do that. Um, <laughs> I would have been scared back then. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just try weird things. Try the weird, if it sounds weird, it's probably I don't know. Just try unique things. It's it's really difficult to be in the moment. Yeah, uh, when you're making or making music really in the moment um, with that song, mm-hmm. that particular song. So, um, I don't know. Do you, which do you prefer, performing live or performing, like, in, like, a, a recording studio? Uh, I like live. You get instant feedback. Yeah. People tell you after the show how your songs went. Right. Or how, how what worked, what, what didn't work. Uh-huh. Know. Wow. Okay, so you really like getting the feedback from the audience, too, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's fun about that? 
Um, I don't know. I just it, it makes me feel. I like making people feel good. I, obviously, I'm not going to make hateful music or anything. But like, <laughs> so if you do something really cool and like technically like. I don't know. That gets everybody riled up. You feed off of that energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm more chill, so... uh, um, There's some songs... I don't know. My album release show, like, some people respond to some songs. I like getting that feedback right away. Like, people Mm -hmm. cheer after a song I didn't think was going to work at all. Uh Um, And that's cool. And some songs that you think are awesome, you people are like, oh, that was all right, or that was a boring song. I'm like, okay. So I like getting that... It, it, make, it helps me, um, you know, work on that song, make better that song, better myself. Really. Sure. Yeah, um, I like, that's why. I like and that, that kind of fuels you to do more, right? Yeah, to experiment yeah. more, especially when something, you know, is, is giving, getting you some positive feedback. That yeah. makes sense. So what can be difficult about cultivating that kind of feedback? Like, uh, what if you have a crowd that's not quite, not quite there yet? How do you get them pumped up? How do you get them going? Do you have a tip or a trick? A tip or a trick? Uh, no, because I think before the show, I always try to think like a beat. I try to do that now, more so now. Uh, I try yeah. to get more upbeat stuff. Um, I don't know. That, that's, a, that's a difficult question. Um, I don't really have like a... a Sorry, that's tricky. Yeah. yeah like but a, it seems like you keep piece. everything very organic, which yeah. is neat because that's cool that you can tailor things to the actual crowd that you have show up and the things that they're turn, tuning into. Um, which is which is very impressive and probably really great for the live experience yeah. uh, versus just playing things that you've kind of put together in, in the peace and quiet of your of your own you know downtime. Um, so what inspires you to write and make music? Like you told me a little bit about your history as a student in philosophy originally, right? Yeah, yeah. So what made you kind of focus on music instead? Um, I like I don't know. That's really. <laughs> uh, philosophy was a lot of reading and uh, it kind of opened my mind to I don't know just do whatever you want in life <laughs> do do what makes you feel good because it's kind of like a hedonistic view but you start noticing when your hobby of making music started taking over your time yeah you're like this is what I want to do yeah, yeah I just like editing music I like making different sounds and putting mm-hmm. together I like making I don't know riffs are cool to me um Way cooler than reading the book, <laughs> writing an essay. Do you ever, um, do you like create your own sounds that you use or do you ever take like snippets from, I know like Excision, for example, takes snippets from sci-fi movies and mm-hmm. manipulates them and makes them and adds them into his songs. But are these like sounds that you actually make or do you go find? Uh, both. Yeah. I, I like, I like adding like old clips from movies yeah. over my music. That sounds cool. Like, or any movie, any of my favorite movies or, mm-hmm. or skits from a comedy show or anything <laughs> yeah. over my music. Um, I'm, I've been doing that kind of lately, um, experimenting with that. Uh, but yeah. Um, what was the original question? Uh, <laughs> kind of lost track. No, you're fine. Yeah. Um, you mentioned you were playing live. That was uh, your album release. You yeah. have an album out right now. What's it called? Yeah, the night left us behind. The yeah. night left us behind. Yeah, I like yes. it. Where can you download that? Uh, you can get. You can listen to it on Spotify and iTunes right now, and you can download it off of Bandcamp. Um, you can stream it on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Andres was saying something about um, your Instagram. Do you want to share that with the world? Oh, shameless I just, plug. <laughs> I just like making visual art with my music. Like um, I like yeah. a lot of light art. That's what I like. Lights, anything weird like that. Bokeh, uh, blurry lights. Um, I like stuff like that. Uh, um, it's really... I saw that last year. It's a whole new medium for my art. Like to express yourself artistically. You know, you can do mm-hmm, it. Absolutely. Write a demo and then whatever visual you, you think for that clip, you can add to it and then... So there's a, there's like a, almost a symbiotic kind of relationship between your visual art and the audit, audible auditory art. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like the music itself. Yeah. That's fascinating. I think it'd be really neat to see like an installment of, of art that like also plays with the music. That'd be really interesting. Like uh, I remember one of the first times I met you, it was at a, a mutual friend of ours, Mateo. Yeah. When we were filming your one of your music videos, and we were like playing with lights and going into different rooms and yeah, shining right. lights on on your face for the video and on the walls, and that was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah um, that was really fun. I should. I think I'm gonna use some of those ideas for the. We're working on a video right now. Actually, I'm working on a music video right now, and uh, I think we're filming this weekend. Awesome. Um, 
we filmed uh, last weekend, the weekend before that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're using a lot of visual art stuff for my Instagram, like light art stuff, and we're just making it bigger. Um, and we're using completely different ideas too that aren't on my Instagram too. Um, there's some other say before that though. Got um, I have no idea, but yeah, uh, we're gonna music video right now. Yeah. So, so cool yeah. for one of your songs. Uh, yeah, we're thinking about doing like a uh, like a medley, like doing like a few songs from my album and maybe like a five minute video or something. That's or, really cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's really neat. So where would somebody find that once you've actually finished producing it? Uh, we'll probably put it on YouTube, or okay. something like that, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Do you have cool. a YouTube account just under your? Uh, Mm, I do, but I'll probably make a new one. Oh, yeah. For marketing, man. Got to get that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I haven't touched yet is YouTube, so I just probably... That's what we're trying to do right now. Before the Facebook video. Over. I mean, everyone's on their phones anyway. Yeah, I know. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. Scrolling, scrolling. Oh, lights. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So if there were, um, like, an idea festival that's current now, is there a certain one that you would want to participate in more than another one? Oh, I'm not a big festival guy, but um, yeah. I don't know. Lollapalooza? I don't know. Yeah, sure. That sounds <laughs> yeah. cool. That's kind of mainstream. Yeah, because um, I know I know you. And you're more into like a lot of different genres. You don't just produce and like to play electronic. Yeah. But you like all sorts of different genres. So I really do, yeah. It's not like someone that listens to metal only plays metal or the other way around. or mm-hmm. Only electronic, only electronic. Well, a lot of people say they're like, I'm into different types of music, mm-hmm. and then they're not really, they're really only in like one kind of music, um, but I really am, I really like multiple genres of music, and uh, I'm not really into electronic music, I mean, I like making <laughs> pop electronic music, but I'm not, I don't listen to that ex- exclusively, but I will like, um, I will listen to it, you know, but it's not the only thing I listen to. Mm-hmm. So you integrate a little bit of everything yeah, that you work yeah. with, which is really cool. I think that's that's really, really unique. And frankly, that's I think that's one thing that you could say makes your music unique over other, maybe perhaps Denton DJs and Denton bands. Um, do you think living in Denton in this like very music-focused community has kind of inspired you to get into this? Yeah. 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 Um, I, the kind of beats and Lofty, they kind of inspired me to... I don't know. I like the kind of music they're making. They make really chill music. I don't know if you heard their music. Um, they're yeah, they're really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, uh, they're like really. <laughs> Sorry. So is it good, like, having, You're doing uh, great. You're doing like, having great. Competition? Like, is there someone that would be like, oh, I don't want to play with that guy, or is it like the oh, other people that play similar music to me? That's cool. It's all form a show or. How's that dynamic work with other artists? Good question. Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't really have any enemies, or I don't really. I, I, there's not, <laughs> no beef. <laughs> yeah, there's not anyone I really don't dislike. I really, if, any, if you're trying or you want to make art or make music, I say go for it. I'm not. I really, really encourage people to do that mm-hmm. um, to express themselves that way, or any way, any way they can. I think that's one thing that's really fun about like EDM community in general is everyone is just so welcoming. Everyone wants to get to know you. What do you do? You know, and they're just so into you. Like very positive. You're all family. When you go to shows, when you go meet another person who's also into EDM, you're like instantly best friends, and it's kind of magical. And I think that's what's really dragged me in all. to all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we had a special moment at last whole night. Just kidding. <laughs> well, that's what's so fascinating. Being somebody who who has not kind of interacted with this community too much to see that this is really a community it's more than just you producing music for people who listen to it it's literally a community of people that interact with each other and develop like a um a really unique bond between like musicians and also like festival goers or concert goers um so it's really there it's almost like a lifestyle and i think that it's really interesting to see this two different um participants like you're a music maker um, Ryan and Noah, you're a festival goer. Music so it's, man. it's really fascinating to see kind of y'all intersect and discuss this, um, in a place, in a, in a, in a podcast like this. So, um, if you, speaking of, of like music listeners, like the people that are going to come to your shows, what would you like to see people do at your shows? Like what, what, what encourages you? What gets you going when people are dancing yeah. or like what, what happens? Uh, dancing, listening, <laughs> okay. like seeing their face, you know, yeah. not just, you know, doing whatever. Um, 
I don't know, really like people. If they're bobbing their head and really into it, then, you know, mm-hmm. they're probably listening. Um, you pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, more so now because I'm trying to look up at the mm-hmm. audience and I just look down at what I'm doing, keyboard mm-hmm. and everything. Um, like I said, I want to get more into singing. Maybe that will get me more into looking at people <laughs> so if you have to. Or you can close your eyes, I guess, and sing. Um, but I want to look at people more. Um, but, yeah, when I'm bobbing their head or dancing, I think that's one. Do you think that's, that that's why people like Marshmallow wear masks? Maybe they might be a little bashful and don't want to look at the crowd? I, that's kind of like their safety maybe, yeah, blanket, maybe. Yeah. maybe? I don't know. It was just a thought that I have a theory. I have a theory on that. Does he ever take it off, or is it like that mouth? Apparently, a marshmallow. No one knows who he is. I don't know. I don't really. That happened. I mean, (laughs) they sign the checks to somebody. Yeah, Yeah, there's always the drama. Marshmallow can go to sleep. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not a really big fan of marshmallow. I'm fascinated by the culture of anonymity that is that is surrounding a lot of these guys. They don't want their faces to be seen, and they maybe it's because not so much that they're wanting to preserve their anonymity, but it's because they literally don't want people staring at them while they're trying to focus you know that is it's it's yeah. it's really difficult so i don't know i think it maybe secretly a lot of like, a lot of artists yeah. maybe a lot of artists really like to are, are introverted like they like to work you know kind of at their own speed in their own space whether where they're comfortable right mm-hmm. so like putting putting them on their on this big stage in front of like thousands of festival goers i would feel like that would be super intense and i want to put a bucket on my head too <laughs> so i don't know i think that's that's like my theory but yeah. it's or it'd it be interesting cool. yeah also it looks fucking cool and everyone everyone you know wears people wear buckets to the concert to to go watch somebody also wearing a bucket on their head yeah. i think it's really cool <laughs> and if that's what your thing is is wearing buckets on your head and that makes you feel comfortable enough to make really fucking awesome music i say fucking go for it yeah i think that was one of the fun things about um like i guess dead mouse and his Mm -hmm. mask or helmet helmet Mm -hmm. his mouse mouse that he wears his mouse head um it's really cool when you go to shows and stuff even if he's not there Mm -hmm. there's people who decorate their their own. own and it's just insane how much work that these people put into it like there was um one girl at EDC who had one, and I thought it was so stinking cool because under one light, it was one color, and it had one design on it, but she went under a black light, totally different thing. Mm-hmm. It was really crazy. It's so fascinating. Is this like blue dress or white dress or something? No, 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 no. Like, she made it to oh, where, yeah. like, there's certain light or whatever that reflects on it, and it's mm-hmm. a different, like, I think it had, like, little Hawaiian flowers on it instead. Um, this is a great segue. Let's talk about festival culture. All right. Festival culture. Well, well, first thing, I already kind of harped on it a little bit earlier, is whenever you go to something, you're instantly, you feel like you come back home. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I've always loved about it, especially to this year was my first year at EDC. And I cannot tell you how many friends I made. Um, you just exchange um, candy with everyone. And you get to know a little bit about... Well, first of all, you kind of get to know a little bit about them. Then you get to go exchange candy. Mm-hmm. Is this silly to you? No, I, no I'm thinking because I know what candy you're talking about, but he loves candy in general. Like oh, candy, yeah. candy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess in so order we need, to... We need a lingo explanation. Don't yeah, know what so candy is. Lingo check here. Um, candy <laughs> is little beaded bracelets that you make for other people. Um, usually you make um, a lot and... You know, some people do it according to certain artists. Um, they'll add song lyrics or just to make it of the artist. Some will add their own special flair. There's a lot of them that add Pokemon cards and like little Pokemon nice. like stuffed animals. Pop culture. To it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just do just a bunch of fun yeah, things. Imagine going and seeing like a Rick and Morty. There's a bunch of Rick and Morty You're ones. Like, Dude, mm-hmm. come on. So really, there's a lot of other stuff like becoming involved in the festival scene besides just the music. Absolutely. It's a lot of fandoms. It's a lot of dressing up. There's, I mean, I, I know, Noah, you've dressed up as several different really cool yeah. pop culture references, um, which which makes the whole thing fun. It's very it's very fantasy oriented. It's very express yourself oriented. And, and so how does that culture kind of like support um, this music scene that's kind of very ethereal in essence? Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm not really sure how to answer this question very well. It's a fantasy world, right? So, Tell yeah. me a little bit about EDC. Okay, so EDC it is got a million and one different stages. 
um, you got your tiny little art cars, you have your main stages, and you have your smaller stages. Mm-hmm. And then every year they have like a uh, one that's like a 21 and up one. But it, inside of it, it's literally kind of built like a world. You have, you literally have EDC Town that has like a general store. Um, you can send postcards back home or to people from family. <laughs> you can get married there. You can, like, well, there's... What is Vegas? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> they have three different uh, places to get married that I saw. Um, there's Carnival Square where you can go inside, relax, but you can still, like, kind of watch the stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not confirm if it was, like, live footage, though, or mm-hmm. if it was previous footage. Um, but... Uh, I kind of lost track of the question here. Well, kind of would go to what you were saying about there being so many different stages mm-hmm. and it's such a big place. Oh, every- there's in electronic music. There's so many different genres. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of people that are into similar tastes, and you can wander around. If you're an artist that you were going to see is not playing at the moment, mm-hmm. you can wander around and see like, hey, this experience some other music, yeah, some other music, similar, and then people are like, hey, one of you the- like these guys? Check out these other guys. One of the fun things I would say about um, EDC is that they do have, like they, they do have a lot of stages. I already said that. Um, that each stage is like kind of different. It's a different genre. So there's a wasteland stage, hard style, my favorite. And your favorite hard style. I love oh, hard man, style. <laughs> What's the difference? Can you differentiate? Um, Beats per minute. Yeah. It's yeah. it's faster. It's slower. It's a lot faster. Okay. Um It's a. Uh, yeah, and compared to what I normally listen to, it's a lot. Slower, more beat oriented. You have your hard snare mm-hmm. too, that kind of like thump, right. thump, thump, thump. Mm-hmm. That's one of its like signature sound. Yeah, yeah. Versus more of an ambient style, like you were mm-hmm. discussing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like harsher noises. Yeah, so hard style. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you liked hard style. I That's do. Crazy. I eat it up. It's so fun. I used you to watch the videos. And it's just festivals great. in Germany. So, so one of these big festivals, like EDC, is what one of the largest? It is one of the. I think it's in the top five, actually. Okay, it's one of the largest festivals. And now that you've gone to it, how does that compare to one of these smaller local festivals? I do like the smaller local festivals um, because they are a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, I would never ever recommend. I mean, I would, but I wouldn't recommend going to. Like EDCA is your first. That's your first time. Mm-hmm. It's a little overwhelming. It was a little overwhelming for me. I was there three days. I was exhausted, mm-hmm. and I didn't see everything. Yeah. But the fun thing is, with the smaller ones, is that you have you can see everything that's there. You can meet people that you can actually come hang out with anytime. Most of them because they're local, you, they're in your area. Mm-hmm. But there's some people who travel. Um, you can most likely see everyone you want to see. And you won't have to be stressing of this conflict being like, oh my God, above and beyond playing over here. So is Excision. Who do I go mm-hmm. see? You know, you can go see them both because they're most likely going to play at the one of two stages there are mm-hmm. to, um, but you also, one thing that's kind of interesting too is whenever you go into terms of like dancing, like whether it's shuffling, headbanging, each region has their own little unique, pardon me, um, style to their dancing like dallas shuffling is different than california shuffling mm-hmm. and what's the difference it's they always have just like a little bit of a unique way that they do it i don't know how to describe it very well it's like more of a visual thing they they do it differently but sometimes people who are super into it mm-hmm. can be like oh well that's you know you're not from around here even when yeah. it started it was called melbourne shuffle because it was started in australia yeah like, oh the melbourne shuffle and then like that oh, we're gonna make our own version so andres tell me about some of the festivals that you've gone to what would you what what do you look for in selecting like a good local festival uh well like i said i listened to a little bit kind of different music than noe does a little bit more <laughs> techno mm-hmm. house okay so What's I the definitely difference? look for, um, I, I guess you'd have to play a couple songs, but yeah, uh, melodies, vocals are different, but mostly it's the, the the way the song carries out. I guess. Sure. Yeah. There's no, you know, like in a normal song, they have like the intro, chorus, mm-hmm. uh, filler, chorus, <laughs> yeah. drop, end. Okay. This okay. Is a little bit more. A little bit I more. Guess, different. It's lighter, I would yeah. say. Depends on what you well, listen to. I guess. Well, I'm comparing it to, I guess, like, hardstyle, bass, trap, or dubstep, like, 
trap sort of thing. Yeah, see, that's something completely different. That's step trap. Harder. That's a little bit more towards hip hop <laughs> kind of bait and beats. Yeah. It's such a wide spectrum, and then what you do is something completely entirely as yeah, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Ryan, tell me a little bit about what you look for whenever you're going to a concert. That you know is is it or whenever you're doing a concert, like you're wanting to perform with other people that do something similar in terms of the music spectrum that you're working on, or do you want somebody who does something that's um, a little bit different? Oh, well, it depends. I don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do want to do like shows with people who are like the the same, like kind of same style, mm-hmm. um, chill. Uh, but sometimes I want to do like a wide variety. I'm gonna go everywhere on the spectrum, electronically, or mm-hmm. do a rock, do rock bands mixed in. You know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, you have a, knowledge, a great knowledge about the uh, local availability of some of these different shows and festivals that are coming up. Um, what would you say would be a good choice for somebody who doesn't really know what kind of style they would like yet? They want to learn, so they want to get maybe a good sampling of Ooh. something in the middle. Where would you suggest that they would go in terms of upcoming a shows? Sample pack. A sample pack. Um, or, so Andres, you can weigh on this, too. I'm sure you're aware honestly, of what's going on, too. Honestly, I think... Lights all night is extremely safe bet. Like you mm-hmm. have That's true. a little bit of harder stuff. You have your lighter stuff and you get to experience the silent disco mm-hmm. too. Recently though, the last time when we went, it was a little bit towards what you're into. Like, yeah, I guess I'm a little, little bit more poppy <laughs> stuff, but there was still some artists that I there was, yeah, there was dead mouse was there. He's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, mm-hmm. you definitely had your trap. You had your dubstep. Yeah. You have, uh, big room, which is I guess I would how I would identify Dead Mouse. Um, you have Above and Beyond, which is a little and they're huge. They're absolutely super popular. Yeah, Above and Beyond, I recommend everyone at least seeing them because it's a mm-hmm. spiritual experience. I'm going to be a little selfish here. <laughs> I've only ever seen Flux Pavilion mm-hmm. and Ooh, and uh, Spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti. 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 <laughs> um, how would you classify them? I don't um, know what to even classify definitely them. Definitely dubstep. Okay. Absolutely. That was a fabulous show. Yeah. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, you get to headbang and get yeah. messy. Oh, it was super sweaty <laughs> and a lot of fun, and I there was a lot of people all over the place. It's so. a workout. Uh-huh. I think maybe that's why I like it. It's just a whole body workout. You just kind of let loose and headbang and. Yeah, so when I go to shows like that, I like to hop back and forth. Like something that's like Mm -hmm. crazy beats, you know, dancing, jumping, like like bumping into people and they bump into you, but then you like (laughs) fist bump, you're like, all good, bro. All right, see. So it's like it starts off very much like a mosh pit, but it's a friendly mosh pit. Like like we're high fiving instead of punching each other. Uh Mosh pit. Imagine a mosh mosh pit that's exploding in glitter. (laughs) Lights, neon lights. I love the descriptions happening. This is very good because I feel like somebody. Uh, who's never been to a show can get a good glimpse into what these are like. So tell me a little bit more um, about uh, Lights All Night. That's that's a two-day show, right? It is. Uh-huh. Okay. And and so you get to really get a smattering of a whole bunch of different kinds of music styles there and also experience a lot of the culture, right? Was that mm-hmm. one of the first shows that you really set you um, into really enjoying the festival scene? Yes. Uh, okay. That was actually my first one. Okay. So um, it's completely captured me and as soon as it was over I was already planning my trip to EDC mm-hmm. uh, so I was trying to figure out where am I going to go next well, who am I going to see next let's go on SoundCloud and find all of these people and you know it has dug me into the hole that is now me today mm-hmm. and created this podcast <laughs> to That's amazing. help inspire other people to find other things and now it's kind of led me down the road to find local artists and I want to experience what they have and be just I want to find all the types and we're going to make Ryan famous yes <laughs> hashtag make More Ryan famous, famous. He's already famous. <laughs> ghost memories check it out um that, that actually leads me to one more question I have for you, uh, Ryan. What do you like to... Okay, you said you're not a festival guy. Does that mean you don't like to perform at festivals or you don't like to attend? I just never got around. I'm not, I don't know. I'm working on my own music. I never uh-huh. really got around. I don't have any friends that are like, hey, you want to go to a festival? Let's go. Do um, Life in Color is coming up. Um, actually, next month. Um, I could get y'all tickets and then you guys <laughs> can go. Um, now would be a great time to talk about it. Yeah. And plug your your very unique um, <laughs> festival. So, Life in Color is a really unique festival. I guess if you don't like things touching you, then this is probably not one for you. <laughs> Wait, Basically, explain. the thing is, is you're supposed to wear all white, and you don't leave wearing all white. 
you get colored in like a oh, bunch okay. of like paints and stuff. But it's really fun. And like I guess they have a thing um, where you can get like a little bottle and spray other people with colors and stuff like that. So paints and chalks and all it kinds is of things. The world's largest was it a paint party or color party? I've been to two of those. <laughs> Did you love it? But what about the DJs? It was fun. The DJs So it's they also have that on top, so it's big name DJs, again a big spectrum of mm-hmm. subgenres. But you also get to have, you know, an ex- it's an extra experience. Mm-hmm. It's a one-day Everyone festival. leaves. A one-day festival, which is great for somebody wanting to maybe get their feet wet into this kind of mm-hmm. music and festival culture. Mm-hmm. So isn't there, like, a special promotion going on right now through oh, FestiCast? Actually, yeah. So if you go into Life and Colors site and click to buy tickets, type in uh, – Festicast is the promo code. Um, you'll it'll save you a little bit more money on your ticket, and um, we'll. Mm-hmm. So really, veteran. So really, like veteran festival goers or even newcomers to this, you know, yeah. to this culture, can really go to this and enjoy this one day show. Absolutely, uh, and also go home with a little bit of paint in your ears, which shows that you had a good time. Right? <laughs> Absolutely, you're, you're living not life having fun unless color. you're dirty. I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, think I lost a sock last time. I lost <laughs> How? Because I was drying my shoe. It was filled with. Oh, it was filled with color. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about. Is that the extent of the upcoming festivals? Or are there more? upcoming festivals there to discuss. There is a few. Um, I actually, um, as we're recording this today, uh, was the pre-sale for um, Boo, which is in uh, October. Mm-hmm. And it had, it's it's an insomniac event, so you know there's not going to be any slacking on props and anything. There, it's gonna, They're going to give it your all. And um, it's a one-day thing, um, and I've already seen a few of the DJs on the lineup, and I love them and they're a great experience um what djs are there there is uh, see i never know how to say it. it's louis the child or louis the child um it's fantastic saw him at edc couldn't get enough needed to see him again um where does this take place this is in dallas uh at i believe at Southside ballroom um wow. it's on october 14th. what a number I know. I'm sorry. I just looked at it today. Yeah. October. Google it. Google 14th. it. It's there. Um, What's it called again? So Google it. It's called Boo. Boo and so Festival you can probably Dallas. yeah. Google that. You can probably search it. it. No problem. Um, I think that sounds like a really fun event. Now, is that also a one day event or is that a one multiple day? day? Uh-huh. Okay, a one day event provided um, provided by Insomniac. Let's go. Um, Let's go, yeah. Thanks. Um, also, there's another show coming up at um, the House of Blues in Dallas. Yes, um, Alice in Wonderland, all the way from Australia, yeah. will be here, and I love her. She's super bassy, um, so it's definitely going to be a good show. Um, we also, in this area, we have Res coming up. Um, she is in Oklahoma City on November 4th, but she's also going to be at Something Wicked in October um, in Houston. So check those out. She is amazing. And Noe, is that your personal favorite? That's my personal favorite. <laughs> okay. That's Noe's a, personal favorite. They have a word for it. It's called a resbian. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so new. I guess I would say I was a resbian. Yeah. Okay. So Noe's recommendation, definitely attend one of Rez's shows. Mm-hmm. Um, don't we have a game? We should do a game. We do have a game. We should Are play you a game. Ready? And I'm really I excited about this. About Drum this roll. Game. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this game is okay, so as we know, there's a lot of genres and music out there. There's a lot of DJs out there. Mm-hmm. So this game is called DJ or Nay. Ooh. <laughs> it's DJ or Nay. <laughs> So, so being a DJ, Ryan, I'm expecting you to get all these right. Oh, Absolutely. man. I'm okay. No pressure. Go, okay. <laughs> so um, basically, you've got to guess who the fake DJ is. Ooh, okay. So you all can talk amongst each other, try to figure it out if you want. Okay. All right. So um, first one, Dana, you don't get to participate, unfortunately, because I already told you this one. And I failed. So good luck. <laughs> so we have DJ Budget or DJ Corn Breeze. Which one is fake? Which one is fake? DJ Budget has a more That's flowy feel to real, it. Yeah. yeah. Or DJ what? Corn Breeze. Corn Breeze? Uh-huh. Maybe both of those. Are... I'm going to go with not the obvious ones, so DJ Corn Breeze is a real thing. Can both of them not be real? 
One of them's fake. I made one of them fake this time. Okay, uh, I'll say Corn Breeze is fake. Corn Breeze is fake? Okay, yeah, so real. the answer is DJ Budget is a fake one. Oh. Ah. So DJ Corn Breeze. So what's your ticket? Right? Take it. It's an opportunity. Yeah. Um, there is a DJ Budget with a J. Budget. Oh, oh, budget. So, um, but there's not a DJ budget, like I'm on a budget. Have you seen those DJs that do the their name, like, Mord Fustang? Like, Mord Ford Mustang? Oh, Son Holo is one. Son Holo. Son Holo is really good. Calm Truths. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. They don't even, I've listened to a couple of them, they're not even the same genre. Yeah. (laughs) Completely different. That's fine. Okay, so what do you have next? So a little bit of tidbit about DJ Cornbrace. I feel like if we're going to drag him into this. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Kind of weird. Um, he is actually real and from California, and he has a whole 428 followers on SoundCloud. Ooh. Uh, check him out. Yeah. Give him uh, He plays more, uh, it seems like, more hip-hop. So if that's corn what you're interested in. Cornbrace. Corn I like it. I like what it. What would a Breeze be? Like, you, like, span someone with some I, corn? I feel like it's, like, when you open the oven and you've been baking some cornbread, <laughs> and you get that nice, like, that good oh, corn yeah, that good corn breeze. <laughs> I like it. It's like nice and breeze. warm, and it makes you it makes you happy. Anyways. Corn breeze with some jalapeno in it. Absolutely. Okay, do you have another one? <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, we have DJ Garlic or DJ Salsa. Oof, um, DJ Salsa definitely is the real one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Why does that one sound more real? I'm just curious. Because salsa music is a thing, yeah. and also salsa is delicious. Not that I don't love a healthy dose of garlic and everything, <laughs> um, as you know. Um, but I think salsa. I'm voting salsa. Final answer. So, yeah. No. You guys are wrong. Ah, oh, I knew it. <laughs> he is not a real one. And I'm so we got to really go with the non-obvious one. Astonished as well because uh, DJ, DJ Garlic. Garlic is absolutely real, and he has a hundred and hundred and forty-one followers on Facebook. Does he deliver wow. for Papa John's or something? I wish that he would deliver me some garlic because yeah. I love unhealthy amounts of garlic. I'd probably yeah. kill myself. Yeah. But so you know what? I bet he has no problems with vampires. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great. Excellent. What else do you have? All right. So we have... DJ Vampire. <laughs> DJ Vampire. We have uh, DJ Sandals or DJ Mom Jeans. I know DJ Mom Jeans. That's That's got to be a thing because it's so ridiculous, but it has to be true. Yeah. All right. Did you make it up? Dang oh. it. So DJ Mom Jeans is totally real. And he actually is, you'll recognize him from that 70s show as Hyde. Oh, what? Yes. Oh. He no. stopped making DJ music, but he is definitely real. So uh, it's the it's the actor that plays Hyde? It is. Oh my gosh. That was really fun to find out, by the he way. He worked in a record store for so long, I guess it finally worked. You know, yeah. he started mixing them, scratching. That's absolutely phenomenal. I'm super glad that I know that now. Yeah. And I'm plus, I really love that. that name, DJ Mom Jeans. Yeah, but they're so unattractive. But I thought that was style know, now. Um, I, back, I, I won't I won't accept it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm always 10 years. So are mom jeans supposed to be like the high-waisted jeans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Just want to make sure that I was on the right page. And the ones that like Spandex-y. hit your navel or higher, those are mom jeans. Okay, perfect. Can we, are you, is that your last one? No, I actually have one more. Okay, one more. And then I want to talk about fashion. But yeah, go ahead. Sure. So we have uh, DJ Goldfish. In DJ Mantis. Oh my gosh. Hopefully this one's not obvious, since you guys are all about that. I want to believe it's a goldfish just because I want a DJ to wear a goldfish <laughs> bowl Mantis. on his head. Oh. Because, That's really cute. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, on their head. Um, with like like the gold fish bowl, but then like a like fish a like fish that. I really want <laughs> that to happen. Awesome. Can that please be real? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna vote. Music video. I'm gonna vote Sounds goldfish cool. because um, Panic at the Disco did it. Um, I'm going to vote that that's, that's what I hope is real. <laughs> because I want it to be real. Yeah. I think DJ Mantis was just some kid going, that sounds cool, dude. Let's, let's Maybe he's Mantis. like a praying Mantis or something. Yeah. yeah. So you think Mantis is real? Yeah. Okay. So I picture someone being like, yeah. I think Mantis is <laughs> that's real. Ryan. I'm just okay. picturing them like getting in like some kind of like ninja pose with their arms up and their leg kind of they pray? sticking out. Yeah. Pray he's got to have some like crazy like, yeah. arms DJ to like... Mantis. 
branches. No, but let's just. Let's I imagine just, walking out like Zoidberg. Let's just agree. DJ Goldfish is the real thing, right? Mantis. Uh, what was? I say Mantis. Mantis, is real. Mantis, Goldfish. Goldfish. All right, so we have. DJ Mantis is the real one. Oh, darn. Okay, well, you know, if somebody else decides to become DJ Goldfish, I have an a excellent costume design for you. Yeah. Will you design she it She owns a trademark for it. Um, I have glue sticks. I own them. <laughs> so we're going to so have, like, a light-up LED goldfish that kind of floats around? Yeah, yeah. We can wind it up. Absolutely. I'm going to have a holographic fish that, like, swims through the audience, the too. that, like, Ooh. bumps into your face the entire time you're playing. Well, you wouldn't. You would Bumps get a. You'd get eye. a. You'd get a fake one. <laughs> that's a good question. No, you're wearing goggles and a. I mean, that's true. Would you get like a respirator thing? Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing about EDM fashion, and I have to say this: being an outsider, I don't really know a whole lot about like festival fashion and things like that. But that uh-huh. brings me to the next thing I want to discuss, which is fashion. Uh-huh. Anything goes. Is that right? Pretty much. Yeah. Anything and also nothing goes. Absolutely nothing goes. Absolutely nothing goes. Um. <laughs> I, I have I have been grateful to learn about this this kind of cultural revolution and the fact that you can wear everything and nothing. It can be this is this is the dawn of the age of disco tits. I have yeah. actually witnessed at EDC a completely naked lady laying on the grass too. And you know what? I was Gross. excited for her. I was like, "Good job! You're in a place that this is comfortable enough that you can just do that, and no yeah. one's gonna mess with you." It's a very non-judgmental yeah. sort of climate. Mm-hmm. Sorry, culture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is fascinating. Do you, do you, okay, Ryan, do you have people coming to your music, you know, festivals or music productions or, or concerts dressing up? No, not yet. No. no maybe, uh, I had one. Can I be the first? Have a shirt. <laughs> you had a shirt with my album cover on it, but that's. Oh, oh that that's was so awesome. cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's kind of a thing too. Also, I've heard that that's, that's a thing with like long shirts mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. That's for, definitely for the ladies. Alice in Wonderland style too. Yeah. Where yeah. Long shirts and. Like high socks. So is it like to look yeah. like a dress? Or oh, that's so kind of. Yeah, I suppose. That's is it mainly the females that dress up? Like ladies that no. dress up? Or is it everybody? Everyone. Okay. All right. That's the fun part, too. I feel like, you know, say like Halloween is a thing that people dress up for. Mm-hmm. You're usually... Girls get really excited for it, but there's not very many guys who like want to dress up. I, mm-hmm. for me, usually when I have significant others, I have to like force them to do something. Okay. So, but like when it comes to this, everybody wants to. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to dress up bright, wear something that reflects and shines, and you know, and feathers cool. and glitter, and oh man, so much sparkle, yes. right? Oh, so, so much sparkle Depends on the show, though. So tell me, what's the difference between the the festival culture that you would see at EDM and something that you might see at something like Coachella? So one more time. <laughs> so something that like e- at a festival like EDC, you'll see a lot of like flashy clothes. Oh, okay, something versus Coachella. That's Coachella. right. Okay, so a lot of times, like Coachella is more of like a mainstream festival. I guess in my eyes, is you have. You don't have just DJs or just EDM too. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have Lady Gaga who shows up. You get rappers and all that who show up. Mm-hmm. So people just like to wear, you know, sometimes like a like a tank to like a crop top and some shorts and yeah. like a some kind of variation of that, and then put glitter on their face and stuff. But when you go to EDC, then you have girls who have glitter bras and bedazzled butts and glitter and their hair in space buns and. Right. It's just very, very bedazzled. That's super I cool. I cannot get enough of it. <laughs> so, so something like yeah. so something like Coachella would not be considered um, a part of maybe the EDM scene as much as something like EDC. EDC is like the flagship, yeah. Yeah, ish, ish in the U.S. at least. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they do have EDM, but they don't have a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And it really depends on also what type of music you're into. Right. The subgenres go right. into that field again. There's a lot of festivals in Europe, of course. Yeah, of That's course. That's where yeah. the music is huge. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It started in Europe, actually. Mm-hmm. So and then it kind of moved its way here. And the U.S. actually kind of protested it very for a very cool. long time. Well, it's neat. It's neat to kind of get a, a sense of the flavor of, of the culture that's involved in this, the music, mm-hmm. the the concert goers, festival goers, mm-hmm. the people that are producing things and, and, and things like that. So, um do you want to talk a little bit about like um, now we've kind of gone through a lot of this? Are are different um, main points you want to talk about on this show? Continuing on from here. Um, continuing on from here, I would like to you know we always have 
with DJ. We're going to harp on a bunch of different topics. No episode will be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to keep it drastically different, you know, different games and stuff. So we probably won't play this one. At least if we do, it'll be, you know, maybe 20 podcasts from now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about, you know, most likely festivals are always going to be on my, yeah. like my, yeah, my agenda mm-hmm. for that day because, um, there's just so many of them and I want to be able to get a little bit like a deep dive into some of them, kind of their history, talk about what they did, where they came from, but also do my, you know, interviews with the local DJ. Um, and I actually have something brewing in the future for all of you local Dentonites. So keep an eye on the Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Um, hopefully in a couple months we'll have that. Info a little bit more unraveled for you guys. Well, there, this is this is really exciting. Yeah, their page for this right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Festacast is a thing that is already up and running. So okay. you're a part of of a new movement here. Okay, cool, awesome. Um, propagating the EDM music festival community and also like you know musicians in general. Electronic music in um, So I think this is a really great thing to be a part of, and we're super glad to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming, Thank Ryan. You. Do you have anything else that you would like to? tell um people that are interested in getting involved in edm music um or or you know specifically you know the kind of music that you're producing right now be weird be weird you can be as weird as you can be yeah there you go um even if uh i don't know Uh, just be creative i don't know i don't know how to put that on someone you you gotta (laughs) be in the moment Um, you gotta feel you're gonna have the drive to do it yeah yeah if they do uh do you usually make your tracks like in one sitting? No, no. no. <laughs> there would be like twenty versions of one song in that like just night, you know. Uh-huh. And yeah, I have so many versions of every song that I put up on SoundCloud or on my album. There's so many versions of that song. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you put in a lot of work, and we appreciate it. Like people that listen to your music enjoy it and are supporting you in terms of, you know, you reaching where you want to go with your, with your career as a musician. So yeah. that's really awesome. And we're super glad to have you on. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to come? Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, I do want to give a big shout out to, um, Denton County sticker company because they are our sponsors and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, go give them a, Check out on Facebook and yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. So. This has been FestiCast. Uh, hopefully we will uh, uh, have a few more shows for you coming up soon and then more every uh, released every week. Yep. So awesome. that'll be awesome. Uh, this has been Dana. Ooh, Sandres. Noe, signing out. Ryan Torres, Ghost Memories. <laughs> Check him out on Facebook and SoundCloud. Wait, sorry, Bandcamp and you can find me on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, uh, Spotify, iTunes, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks. All right.